Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Counts, episode 280, coming out on October the 11th. In case you might have wondered, yes, it is a Texas Tuesday. And before I go any further, let me remind you, subscribe, hit the like button, make a comment, share it, do what we got to do to get the word out. We are doing the best we can to make sure that we bring the message of liberty, the message of local control, and fighting the good fight right here in Collin County, McKinney, Texas, because far too many good patriots have been sitting on the sidelines trusting others to do the work that they themselves need to be involved in. Until that end, we go into the next episode. So, I have covered so many things on Texas Tuesday over the last year and a half that I'm quite frankly out of fresh material. That does not mean that the issue has gone away. That does not mean that the issue is not important. And quite frankly, from time to time, I do need to throw a reminder out there. So, as you may know, TNM, that's the Texas Nationalist Movement, has what they call the Texas First Pledge. And if I were a candidate... That would be the first thing I would go out of my way to go find and sign and put first and foremost on my about me page about the issues. So I am all about self-determination. I've talked, you know, on more than one occasion about the importance of being heard at the local level of local representation. And that is where it's at to that end, the independence that we all enjoy and quite frankly, want to protect begins and ends at the state level because the States created the federal government. They are the power. (laughs) I apologize. It's two days in a row with technical difficulties. (laughs) Well, you know, as I was saying, Whether or not you are a fan of Texas, whether or not you think Texas can and should be an independent nation again, Texas is still an independent state within our nation of states. And in the federalist system that we have set up, the states are the supreme power. The states are supposed to dictate to the federal government the things they can do uh, and the things that they cannot do. And quite frankly, as of late, the states seem to have forgotten that. The states don't seem to be very interested in preventing or reining in federal abuse. So in lieu of any other state backing our claims with Texas, Texas has to have the option to walk away. And if you're afraid to use it, if you if you want to give me all the reasons why we can't or shouldn't do it, then clearly you're not interested in liberty. Clearly you're not interested in independence. You're willing to accept your life in chains and may they rest lightly upon you. I am not with you on that. And you know, as, as much as I appreciate all the work that Daniel Miller's done and Nate Smith and all the efforts that have been put in to building out Texas, and the Texas nationalist movement to what it is, my goal and my support for them is nothing personal. I don't 
you know, I like the guys. I've met the guys. I, I, I have great conversation with both of them when I've talked to them on separate times, including the rest of their leadership team. But that has nothing to do with my support for Texas. I supported Texas before I met them. I'm going to support Texas when we're all retired. It It is the movement that matters most. And in my opinion, if you don't have that, if you don't have a willingness to say, that's fine, we'll do it alone, then you have forgotten what America, the, these United States, was founded for. You are forgetting how Texas came into being in the first place. It was a bunch of Tejanos and Texians who stood up and said, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. We want you to honor the Constitution. We want you to do these few things. And I know, I know, there's a number of revisionists out there that want to say it was all about slavery. I'm not going to deny that that was a factor to which I would say, so what? Slavery has been with us for millennia. It's still around. And if you go look at the continents where it still exists it's not in europe it's not in north america so whatever issue or whatever problem we were involved with in that scenario is long since passed i don't want to hear about it anymore i'm not going to apologize for something i had no control over i'm not going to apologize for something that i didn't support because i wasn't here for it it's just the nature of the beast Bad things happen. They've happened in the past before I existed. And I'm not guilty for the sins of my forefathers any more than anyone else is. But if you want to go down that path, oh, that's a dangerous path. And you might want to reconsider. However, what I will tell you is with Texit, we have a great opportunity to resolve some of the problems that we've left behind. We have a great opportunity to improve upon the very documents that we founded our current country on because clearly it hasn't done the job it was in (laughs) trying to think of what i want to say here i want to be very careful it's not doing the job that it was supposed to be doing because it hasn't been enforced i guess is the simplest quickest and most efficient way to say that if we were to actually enforce the constitution the way it was written the way it was intended the way it was debated we wouldn't have the vast majority of the issues that we have You look at some of these things that exist and they ought not exist because there's no authority granted to the federal government to do that. But yet they're there and we tolerate it. We don't need an EPA, an FBI, a DNR, DEA. None of that stuff should exist, but there it is. And they don't do anything to protect liberty. They don't do anything to guarantee our sovereignty. In fact, they're nothing more than a giant sucking sound upon we the taxpayers and we the people. And there's no authority in the Constitution. There's no authority for the federal government to be involved in any of those issues. Yet, they're there. And both guys with R's after their names and guys with D's after their name have brought that upon us. And we have done nothing to correct it. So, if we can't successfully push it off and successfully uh, re-assert ourselves in a federalist system and remind the federal government that you have no authority and you have no approval from us to do such things, then we will go our own way. And just to rehash a little bit of what's been said in the past, we don't force a woman to stay married to an abusive husband. 
Likewise, you don't force abused children to stay with their abusive parents. How is this any different? It's not. There's legal documents. There's, you know, the right thing to do and all these other things. But when one power violates the rules, violates and shocks the conscience, abuses the power granted to them, they lose their rights to control the others. And yet, we just have not been willing to do that. Now, as I said, I know there's a good number of people out there that have their concerns, their qualms, their fears. I accept that. And I accept that there is a possibility that independent Texas is not the panacea that some would have us believe. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, if you don't believe we have the authority and you don't believe we have the power to reassert our independence, you have decided to give up everything given to us by our forefathers. You have decided that liberty is of very little value to you. You have determined that independence is not worth fighting for. You have, in effect, surrendered. And my friends, that is not the way I look at things. That is not something that is of interest to me. So as we come into the general election here in just, uh, I guess, 20 some days, I want to caution you. Because as disappointed, discouraged, and disingenuous we we might think Greg Abbott is, he's still the governor, the lesser of the evils. Do we really think we're getting anything better out of Robert O'Rourke? I think we already know the answer to that. So we're going to all hold our nose and want March in there. And vote for the lesser of two evils. And yeah, I know. I know. It sucks. We don't want to do that. You know, some of us with principles, we just generally avoid that at all costs. But unfortunately, unfortunately, we're stuck with a very real possibility that the manipulations that occurred in 2020 will be repeated in 2022. So if any race is close, we might very well end up with the worst of two evils. We might very well be stuck with untold horrors, horrors, not horrors, horrors. And I don't wish that on anybody. I certainly wouldn't welcome that. And I've said from time to time, I don't want a hot war. I don't want a civil war. I don't want to have to shoot people to regain my independence. I don't want to have to do any of that. But there is a certain segment in power that I think desires that and wants that and is pushing us towards that. And if we're not willing to at least fathom the possibility that we can just walk away, we can just text it our way out of this, then we might as well just give up now. We might as well just surrender now. Now, I've talked about briefly how Brian McClanahan has come out and basically said that while there are significant issues with an Article 5, he honestly doesn't believe it could be any worse than what we've got now. I mean, that's my synopsis or my takeaway from it. That may not be how he would phrase it. And that's an interesting way of looking at things, right? 
My concern is they go in and they do something like they change the rules just enough that it doesn't really matter what 26 states want. So I ask you, at that point, would you at least be willing to consider Texas an option? Would you be willing to wrap your head around that perhaps six or seven independent nations coming out of these United States might be an inevitable outcome? It might be what's the best way forward for saving what's left of our liberty and our independence. If you're not willing to at least consider that, then why are we talking? If you're not willing to at least be willing to put forth the mental aptitude into the idea that I might have to fight for my independence, I might have to fight for my freedom, why are you here? You know, my response to several people is I hear California is nice this time of year. Or perhaps New York or New Jersey or Chicago, whatever. But if you're not willing to, at the very least, put your rhetoric on the line, if you're not willing in the very least to at least put your hand up and say, yeah, I would support that, why are you here? What are you bringing to the party? And by party, I mean the activity, not an RRD thing. I mean... If if uh, if the statistics are accurate, and I have no reason to doubt them, over 60% of the people in Texas are willing to consider the issue. And 90% of those that showed up for the Republican state convention in 2020, I'm sorry, 2022, excuse me, 2022, are willing to put forth that question. So we got to ask ourselves, what's it going to take to get the state house in the state Senate, to just put forth the question. Be willing to take just a little bit of risk. Should Texas consider declaring independence? Should Texas reassert its status as an independent nation? Should Texas tell the feds to go pound sand? Should Texas declare, we're going to text it out of here? These are all fun ways to say the same thing. And if you're afraid to say that, if you're afraid to even consider it, what are you doing for Texas? Now, I know, I know there's a lot of quote unquote conservatives out there that think they can fix the system. I think if we win just one more election, it'll be okay. We just get our next guy in there. It'll be okay. But I'm here to tell you, if you've been paying attention for at least the last 20 years, Elections are manipulated. The people that get elected are manipulated. The people that are nominated are manipulated. They're, the entire bureaucracy is a, <laughs> I think the term is mass formation psychosis, but that's maybe not appropriate, but the entire federal bureaucracy moves and acts as one. And it's not to our benefit. It's not working for us at all. It's just the sad state of affairs that we're in. They forget who they're working for and it's because we don't remind them. And we don't remind them because they give us money. You think that Governor Abbott really gives a rip about his disaster declaration other than it gives him some additional powers and more money from the feds? I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Anytime a state declares a federal disaster, it's for the money. Now, yes, there's some extra powers to get. And to our benefit, Greg's kind of curtailed his abuse of power. 
Once again, I would remind you that the other guy would be even far worse. So it's less that I'm voting for the lesser of evils. It's that I'm voting to oppose the greater evil. I don't look at it as you're having to choose between Stalin and Hitler. I look at it as you're getting to choose between Mussolini and Stalin or Hitler. Now, Mussolini was a bad guy. Mussolini was nobody that we wanted, but he was clearly less bad than those other two. And if Mussolini is going to allow us to function and maybe come through to the other side, eh, okay, fine, we're going to take Mussolini this go-round. But next go-round, we're going to put somebody in that's not Mussolini. Somebody that's much better. We had to, we got stuck with Mussolini this time as our choice, even though it wasn't our choice. And whether you want to believe it was manipulated or not manipulated, that's who we were stuck with. But again, I'll choose Mussolini all day long before I get stuck with Hitler or Stalin. And that's how we have to look at these things. It's depressing. It's disgusting. But that's the world we live in. And there's a big difference between saying, hey, I'm going to go vote for that Yahoo and I endorse that person. I think that person's great. And like I've said, I'm endorsing three people. Well, I guess technically four. Chris Hill, he's going to be our county judge again. He's done a great job. And maybe he's not 100% your favorite guy at the moment for one reason or another, but he's light years better than anybody else we've got in the state of Texas. He was the one guy that said, Everybody is essential. Every business is essential. It's not my job as a county judge to determine what person is worthy of being able to go to work. That's your decision. That's your call. You're an independent, sovereign being, and you need to be able to make that decision for what's best for you and your family. Now, you can't say the same about all the mayors. You certainly can't say the same about the governor. And when it comes to the state reps and state senators, my question is, where were they? But you can say that about our county judge, Chris Hill which is why he is my guy that I'm endorsing wholeheartedly for another term as our county judge. In addition to that, we have a congressman that's an open seat. We took down Van Taylor and we've got a good choice. Maybe Keith Self wasn't your first choice. I get that. But he's a great choice. And that's what we've got. Him or the other guy. <laughs> and I'm sorry. That's a no-brainer. If you're not willing to throw in and support Keith Self, maybe you got to check yourself. Now, he was a good county judge, a really good county judge. In fact, Chris is a worthy successor to Judge Self. I think he's going to make an excellent congressman. Is he going to be perfect? No. Is anybody perfect? No. Are you going to beat him up for some things? Sure. Is he going to do a good job of communicating like his predecessor did, Van? Yes. Is he going to behave himself? (laughs) Oh, yes. Is Is he going to represent Texas well? Yes. So, yeah, I endorse the guy. I got his uh, sign out front of my house, and I'm proud to be doing it. Next one up. Say what you want, but... Our state senator is Angela Paxton. I think she's done a great job. Is she perfect? No. Is anybody going to be perfect? No. Is she really, really good? Yes. Is her opponent any good? Clearly not. So it's a no-brainer. 
If you're not willing to endorse the lady, <laughs> then you haven't been paying attention. If you're not willing to get behind her, and for that matter, her husband, you really aren't paying attention. We've got a handful of attorney generals out there that are actually working for the people of their state. And while whatever baggage may be there, Ken Paxton's done the job. Ken Paxton stood up for Texas. Ken Paxton's doing what needs to be done to protect Texas. So when you look at your ballot, you're going to see two people with the same last name. That's because they're husband and wife. And you know what? They do a good job representing us. And if you don't vote for them, (laughs) I can't help you. If you don't vote for them, you're not paying attention. I endorse Angela. And for that matter, Ken as well. And if I had a sign somewhere that I could get for him, I'd put that in my front yard too. I have three signs. I got room for one more. Everyone else that I can vote for that has an R after their name, I'm going to go in. I'm going to do it. You know why? Because they're my team. They may not be perfect. They maybe weren't my first choice, but they're on my team. They have my support. And at the end of the day, the other side is just so bad. You're you're foolish. You're you're spiting your face by cutting off your nose, right? You're going to cut off that nose just so you can spite your face if you don't vote for, quote unquote, the lesser of two evils. If, If you don't suck it up and vote for our nominees, because you know what? Collin County used to be reliably red. Collin County used to be one of the reddest counties in the state. But as we've continued to import people from other states and we've continued to dumb down an entire generation in our school districts, that's not the case anymore. There's a whole lot of people out there that don't understand the dangers of socialism. They don't understand those crazy Marxist ideas. In fact, they actually think there's something to be learned from critical race theory. They think there's important things to be done with ESG. And in case you don't know what that is, that's environmental, social, and governance. That's the way they want companies to be run. Companies aren't supposed to make money and actually make good products. No, no, they're supposed to guide people and tell them what to think and how to think. And I'm sorry, that's just not what I signed up for. That's not what interests me. Fortunately, all the people that have an R after their name that are in my district don't support those things. Now, are they going to defend them against them as harsh as I would? Are they going to be as aggressive as I am and pushing back on those things? Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell. The three guys that are three people that I've endorsed. Yeah, they're already doing it. They're out there. They're working it. Guys, this isn't about lesser of two evils. This is about opposing the worst evil. This is about pushing back. So you can say what you want, but at the end of the day, if you support Texas, if you support independence, if you support personal independence, you have no choice this go round. If you live in Collin County or you live in McKinney, these are the people we have to support. Now, they may not be excited about Texas. They may not personally support Texas independence. They maybe didn't sign the Texas first Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't asked them. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. That ship's already sailed. I would be encouraged, grateful, and thankful if they would. And when I see them after the general election, I'll ask them to do that in prior to the next election. But they got to win first. We got to hold the line. And you conservatives out there, you're really good about surrendering slowly, but you got to hold the line. This is the... Uh, What is it? The red zone stand defense, right? If you don't stand now, the other side wins. So get up off your butt. 
realize that we have imperfect people running for seats that we have to hold. Nobody's perfect. I would imagine my wife doesn't even think I'm perfect. So we can't judge all of our candidates by the status of, are they perfect? We have to judge them. Are are they the best person that we have available for that job right now? And you fight those fights all day long in the primary. When the primary is over, you got to take who you got. And if you want any hope to ever get Texan, this is your chance. You think the Democrats are going to support Texan? Oh, I know there's maybe 30% of them that are in favor of it. Maybe. Maybe it's as high as 40. But do you think we're ever going to get that done? Do you? If you support that stuff, you have to be willing to look at the bigger picture. You have to set aside the absolute principle, the absolute perfect in favor of the good. You have to take the best you can get. And if if they let you down, if they do a bad job in two years, you know what? You can change them out. You can find that candidate that's actually pro Texas. You can find somebody that signed the Texas First Pledge. You can find a much better, stronger, forceful defender of liberty and justice and somebody that's interested in Texas independence, and you can vote for them next go round. But you don't have that option right now. You're fighting to just keep things from getting worse. Scary, isn't it? You don't want to think that way, do you? But if you ever, ever want to think about getting texted at some point in the future, you have to make the smart choice now. (laughs) I'm here to tell you. I already told you what it is. So while this is a little muddled, it's not a straight up Texas Tuesday. It's as close as I can get by going Texas Tuesday slash Texas Tuesday. You got to do what's best for Texas so you can protect Texas. How about that? Two for one. And as I say, like and share the show. Subscribe. Put your comments out there. Let it be known that we're here. We're doing the work. We're we're standing up in McKinney, Texas. We're making a difference in Collin County. And you can join me. It's not that hard. Show up. Do the work. And until tomorrow, I will see you on the other side.